Good evening, everyone, and welcome Hello. to the Funbox Monster Podcast. My name is Tristan. I am Matt Awkward. And uh, today we're doing, uh, because we've been doing some movies that were not so great for a little while there. Yeah. Uh, we, we, had to, we had to watch something we loved. And that would be Critters. Yeah. Definitely on the on the list of things I love more than anything else. This is part of our love letter series. <laughs> yeah, like when we covered uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. There's almost nothing a, about this movie. That or a Terror Vision for our t- yeah. for our hundredth episode. Yeah, we uh, people have said to do. You know, I've had responses of people saying that they liked when we do. You know, popular movies or you know movies that some people had heard of. Yeah, outside of the. Horror obsessed community. Or just movies that everybody loves. Like, yeah, yeah. Everybody loves Critters. Critters is just great. You don't like this movie? What the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. And I mean, this is this goes back to my childhood obsession with anything gremlinsy. Like love of ghoulies, my yeah. love of critters, this... my love of even Munchie, that little fucker. Yeah, man, I rented all those because this this was on that list of movies that I could rent as a kid because I wasn't allowed, you know. Again, to watch, yeah, I wasn't true. allowed to rent the R, so it was like, yeah, Critters, Monster Squad, uh, yeah, Munchies, Ghoulies, like all of these were just <laughs> like, yes, give me, give me what I can get. Yes, give me anything with tiny monsters. Yeah, and this delivers. You know, it when does. you're a kid, this delivers those hard R scares that you want. I mean, yeah. I mean, we watched Billy Zane get his fingers bit off. Like, that shit's hardcore. I mean, you watch Billy Zane getting his guts eaten out. While, yeah. Well, the the sisters being saved there. So yeah, there's there's some good there's some good gore moments that are like just gory enough to keep it in the PG thirteens. Yep. Uh, the the movie, this movie. I mean, I, I love the Chiodo brothers. Like, love yeah. them, love them, Obviously. love them. Uh, and the, the design of the characters and the creatures is brilliant. Like, it's just a cool-looking design. The fact that it's mostly mouth and teeth. It's just like, it's a ball with yeah. teeth. You know, that's all it really is. And as a side effect, you don't have to have it articulate so crazy. You don't have to have the arms yep. waggling and, like, seven puppeteers. You just chuck the fucking thing across the room, yeah. and you're like, oh, look, it's coming at you. And it's it coming shoot, right for and you. And it shoots spikes. It shoots spikes. It's got all sorts of <laughs> secondary defenses and shit. It's, and one of them can grow really big, I guess. I think all of them can grow really big. I... <laughs> that is a question. It's never really answered this in the one, series. This one's a little weird about that. Because that doesn't happen again, right? It does. It happens in part two. They get big, big? I thought they got bald big in part yeah, two. Yeah, that's that's part of it. But yeah, one of them grows big, big in that one, too. No, oh, I don't remember so, the big, big yeah, in the second. When he, when he gets trapped in the... Well, we're going to do it We're going to do them all. Time. We're on a Critters uh, kick Yeah, here I think we're going to do Fun all Box. the Critters movies, because I, I think it would be Why fun. not? Uh, but part two, absolutely, he gets locked in the. Uh, one of them gets into the the hamburger freezer. Yeah, they're eating all the stuff, and he grows huge. And I think that's okay. the thing when the when the weird guy who's dispatching them from space. Yep. The our our whoever it is that dispatches the bounty hunters, uh, the weird penis headed octopus yeah. monster. Uh, that looks very much like a kids in the hall penis alien character, <laughs> but that's fine. Uh, the, the ones that are obsessed with anal probes. Um, so the, uh, that that guy, um, he says his big thing is stop them. Don't let them eat. Yep. Like the idea is that they'll become pretty much unstoppable oh. once they eat. They probably can grow exponentially huge. I want to know. Knows? I want to know more about Krites. Do we ever? Do we ever learn more about their? backstory what they are because they well, are intelligent what they we're speak. not we what see we're subtitles. not going to do we're going to do the movies yep. but we're not going to do the tv series okay i've never and, watched a tv series critters attack probably does that, does that awesome. explore that have you watched yes it? there's a there's a bit of exploration of that but they go off book a lot from what was in the yep 
there's a lot of there's a lot of weird stuff where it's like and there's a good critter and it's cute and there's oh like, god you know like that kind of shit don't give me that shit <laughs> i don't want a good there's, critter there's a grogu if i want critter. that i watch gremlins dude like exactly exactly yeah this is this is the this is the punk rock uh beasties yeah, yeah i it, absolutely this yeah. is this is punk rock gremlins yeah is what this exactly is. this That's is what I mean. like yeah. yeah absolutely we don't we don't give you any cutesy we gave you chewy a cat i'll live with that i'm fine with that yeah and they uh, don't kill the cat they don't beauty they don't kill it twice yeah they, they nearly kill it yeah. twice <laughs> it's, it's oh my like gosh can you imagine the end of it, if, it, if it, that happened wow what like chewy and all of a sudden ending. it just gets like stuck in a beam <laughs> it's like well our house is back but the cat's dead yeah Oh, I don't know how to feel. Oh, God. No, I, I'm glad that they didn't do that. But that was a weird moment when, like, the cat's... It's such a well-shot scene, too. Like, the cat's claws are, like, stuck in the ground. Yeah. It's like, fuck! <laughs> Going backwards, getting sucked into the house. Um, I will say I'm not a fan of that ending. I think that is too cutesy. It's too. real cutesy. It's just like, wait, what? It's Come on, man! Cutesy. I'm willing to buy that there's all these crites running around shooting spikes and, and getting big from another planet, but that part, no. It's weird. It's you. You've. you've I. I cannot suspend my disbelief I, that much. Here's here's the thing with this movie. Uh, I think I think this could be said for a lot of the movies that we do on this thing, where it's like I think the decision was terrible. I still think the movie's an A plus. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. I still like, love it. I'm not gonna make it make make that end hate, but I right. do. I do not like it's the like, ending. Come on, guys, that was that was so weak, and it is funny because again, like we were saying, this is the punk rock version of yeah. Gremlins, and it's like Gremlins ends on kind of a like fuck you note. Yeah, like Gremlins ends way harder than this. Gremlins is like you idiot human, you can't take care yeah. of this animal. So give it back and fuck off. Yeah, give yep. it back fuck off. Yeah, maybe when I'm 175 <laughs> I'll come back with him. Yeah, good luck with that. They'll have to bulldoze my house and build a clamp tower on it before that's gonna happen, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, uh, spoiler alert, that's what happens. Um, so yeah, let's talk, let's talk critters. Okie dokes. All right. Like I was saying to you, I've been out straight for three weeks. I drank coffee right before this. And so I'm worried that my notes are maybe completely yeah. incoherent. So please uh, bear I with me. I picked up a second job again like a dummy. So yeah, I've been running and gunning too. <laughs> yeah, you have. <laughs> Matt picked up a second <laughs> job at the store. <laughs> we built a sick poster rack today. You we can did. come in and buy some cool posters. That is true. At Coast City Comics and CoastCityComics.com. That is the place where this thing is broadcasting from. <laughs> Please support us. We would appreciate it. That's all. <laughs> um, anyway, okay. Critters. All right. This movie has a really wonderfully, like, it's. Uh, it reminds me of, uh, what's the other movie that starts in space for seemingly no reason? Oh, uh, Night of the Creeps. Night of the Creeps. It, uh, it's like the little naked guy running down the yep. hallway with yeah. a gun. <laughs> like, this, I get those two intros confused all oh, the time. Oh, I can see why, yeah. very similar. I mean, I knew exactly what you were talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like, even even though this is about aliens, it feels like a very disjointed, it's like the tone of like being in a spaceship yep. for this movie that takes place on a farm for 99.9% of it <laughs> is very odd. Uh, but... And also we get all these weird aliens, like the weird alien creature. Again, the penis-headed guy sitting in a trash can. In a Professor X car. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he's got a little <laughs> Professor X wheelchair or something. Hard to tell. Uh, but they, uh, they're they in a prison transport. 
and they're bringing crate prisoners to a prison asteroid. I, I want to know what the politics are here, too, because they're like, wait a minute, you have eight crates? You're supposed to have ten. Yeah, they kept eating everything, so we killed two of them. <laughs> okay, if, if you could just do that, why wouldn't you just kill all ten? Uh, I would, I would love to know the politics. I, I feel like there's some good no prize stuff in there for them yeah. to just create, yeah. which is just that it's like a for-profit prison and you make more money by having more prisoners or yeah. whatever. Uh, later we find out that these eight are the last crites in the world, in the universe. Oh, they are? Uh, we find that out later because, uh, in, I think the third one or something like that, oh, they're like, own. you've killed every crate except for these two eggs in part three. Oh, okay. And they're like, you can't destroy those because that would be genocide. Eh. And they're like, we gotta keep these two alive. <laughs> but yeah. Dumb. Which is dumb. It's like, again, it's like mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> where, no, don't make mosquitoes go extinct. Where even, <laughs> even the like most dire scientist that's like, save everything. Save the pandas. Save everything like, that's oh, dying. Fuck the ticks. They're <laughs> like, no, no, no. Mosquitoes can all die. Yeah. They are killing way too many people. They spread way too many diseases. Yep. Mosquitoes go away. Crites are the same thing. It's just like, yes, just these things are not bringing any no. biodiversity to your landscape. They're just like weaponized eating monsters. However, they are intelligent and speak and can fly a spaceship. So what are these crites doing on their- And can swear. Yeah. What are these crites doing on their not <laughs> eating up farm animal- kicks like i want to know what they do for is there i mean there can't do they go to crate work at crate mcdonald's like but they can't like that's uh, that's the thing is that i think it's something where they just must have evolved out of eating their entire planet (laughs) and then they're like uh let's invent space travel so we can go eat other planets yeah so they must have crate jobs they must (laughs) they must (laughs) have crate jobs i mean well, that's the thing. So we eventually they steal the fastest spaceship that they With have. Tons of fuel across the galaxy, ten, ten times, times over. over. Uh, and so they just—you need to stop them before they can eat because they're insatiable eating machines. Blah blah blah. Um, but they, they, for good reason, leave out the scene. There's the missing scene of them stealing the vehicle. Oh yeah, they have inoperable little arms, and it's not like they're gonna <laughs> like. Just just show a close up of a claw hand hitting a button and call, sure, call it sure. a day. I, like, yeah. I like the idea that like one of them is just rolling and like bouncing into a gas pedal or something. <laughs> they, just, they just have to keep doing that. It's their. This is pre Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog is a hundred percent based on a crate. Yeah, he's a crate. He is a fucking crate. He's a crate in disguise. That is that is so crazy. Weird. He doesn't shoot things though, does he? No, he doesn't. He's. He's like a crate, only not as not as He's, effective. He hides his identity by not shooting things. He he can shoot things. Yes, he does. He chooses not to. He <laughs> chooses to. Ooh, that Sonic's a wily one. Yes, so is Wily. Um, <laughs> okay, that's a different video game franchise. Uh, okay, the crates escape, and uh, penis head octopus guy says, "Get the bounty hunters." Yeah, <laughs> and then. Instantly, two blank-faced tough guys show up in, like, super sweet leather outfits. I love them. Like, weaved leather pants that, like, uh, I think I've seen Bruce Dickinson wear pants like that in the past. Awesome. Uh, super heavy metal, amazing outfits. Yep. Uh, and they they show up. They've got these glowing wax heads that, you know, will assume any form. And, you know, they... Uh, 
they go out to kick ass, right? Yes, you know, and they they get instructions on the way uh, <laughs> that they tune out tune out of. Once the guy goes, try not to break as many things this time. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Uh, last time you blew up half the bleep, and uh, it, yeah, this is <laughs> so uh, back on good old Earth. We're introduced to America's mom, D. Wallace, making bacon oh, in the kitchen. Man. She's on here a lot lately. She sure is. Between She's Dino Croc and the Howling. and <laughs> Between her two most famous roles in Dino Croc and the Howling. <laughs> oh, no, RoboCroc, sorry. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, make sure you don't accidentally see Dino Croc. It'll be a much less I accidentally experience. started watching Dino Croc before. I was like, oh, shit, we were supposed to do Robo. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it would be funny if we had both done that. Yeah. Uh, but we're also introduced to Brad... The good-for-nothing son, who's a real Bart Simpson type, uh, he's in the bathroom he running a the thermometer under the hot water to fake a fever. Yeah, he's the fucking Unabomber. Yes. Th- th- this kid is like, <laughs> this kid has been weaponized by some weird right-wing radical group on the internet before the internet was a thing. Um, so Dee shouts to her husband, who's in the basement working yes. on a tractor. Sure. Yeah, just bring that tractor into the basement. Uh, the architecture's suspect, but that's fine. Uh, they're all drinking Minute Maid out of that old Minute Maid container. Love it. So much fucking nostalgia. Same, man. Every it's crazy. I saw that and I was just like, oh my gosh. Every single thing in their kitchen was like, I was like, oh my God. They're tr- they're using a Chemex. I was like, fucking pour over bros for life. Yeah. Yes. A jar of Wesson oil by the stove. Yep. Getting the black the the black slice of orange orange container. It's crazy. I had no idea that Chemexes were around in the early eighties. Yeah, neither. But apparently they're from the seventies. Huh. Some weird some nutty professor type made one. You went down a rabbit hole after seeing this one. Sure did. <laughs> uh because I love my fucking Chemex. It's the best goddamn way to make coffee. <laughs> That's, I've never used one. That's my that's my pitch for Chemex. It's just a filter and a and hot water. It's yep. so easy. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, okay. Let's see. Uh, Brad gets found out for his plan to fake a fever yep. because he's trying to miss his geometry test. Oh, Bart Simpson. Yeah. Uh, and we, you're not going to be standing there with a fever of 106. Mom's like, you crazy kid. <laughs> shut up. You're going to be hallucinating and falling on the floor. Yep. And so we also hear about the sister's new boyfriend, the dork from New York, Steve. Oh, Steve. Burn. Solid burn, Brad. (laughs) Also, Brad, weird. He plays the, he's the voice of uh, the the son from American Dad. I thought that was interesting. Oh, no kidding, Steve. Yeah. Oh, crazy. So there you go. That is, Is I did not know Is his name Steve? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I thought that was super strange, but there you go. He's still doing really well in Hollywood, as it turns Good out. Good for him. Good for him. Uh, okay. Uh, we meet the sheriff and his secretary. She's a Janine Melnitz type, and she has... Played by the, Lynn Shay in the house. Of course, Lynn Shay. Lynn Shay in a fairly large role for one uh, of these movies. A very large role for... Yeah. Uh, usually, she's just kind of a passing Pops character in, yep. in these movies. But yeah, she has a kind of a kind of a real deal role. Works for me. And she's great. Like Oh, I love her. Uh, the other thing about this movie is that the actors in it are phenomenal. Yep. Like, there's a lot of these kind of movies where you get half-assed whatever. I don't know what the secret is to casting 
for these guys, but man, they nailed it out oh, of yeah. the park. Like, I mean, Steve is just like next level. Like he's as good as, you know, any of the kids in the Goonies or anything yep. like that. Like you mean Brad. A, uh, sorry. Yeah. Brad. <laughs> he's a like, like high octane child yep. actor. Amazing. And fucking Billy Zane and D Wallace With hair. always killing it. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Just full of amazing people. So that also works in its favor. Uh, okay, uh, she tells the sheriff that Charlie's sheep- sleeping off a drunk in the cell out back. <laughs> Charlie is our local drunk weirdo. He keeps hearing aliens in his fillings. Uh, and this is a, oh, Charlie. But then it's like, oh, wait, no, you probably are a drunk because you were hearing aliens in your fillings. Because <laughs> when they show up, he hears them first. Yeah. So he might actually have been hearing aliens in his feelings this whole time. I think he was, yeah. I think that's what they're and insinuating. That's yeah. literally like what drove him to become an alcoholic. Yep. Uh, and he lost a major league. He was a... So he says. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I believe him. I believe him. I think he was. I think he was going. I love do later. It. I love later when the bartender just gets annoyed, just leaves a giant bottle with him. Like, <laughs> just. Leave. I'm just going to leave this here. Don't bother me just anymore. Don't bother me. Who anymore. does that to the town drunk? Nobody. You enabling piece of shit. I mean, <laughs> uh, you're not going to get paid for that. Mm-hmm. There's no way. There's no way you're going to get your money. No bartender would leave you the whole whiskey bottle. I mean, aside from the fact that it's illegal. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, is it? I think it's illegal to leave the bottle. 99% sure. Yeah, it probably says that. That sounds sound like a law. Like, <laughs> I'm 90% sure you're not allowed to just have a bottle. At if your you're port- a bartender and you know this, uh, give us a call. Yeah, sure. Um, okay, so. Uh, the sheriff sends Charlie out to his farm where he uh, he's the ranch hand or whatever. Handyman, yeah. Yeah, at this, at the the barn, farm, whatever thing that we were just <laughs> at before. Uh, okay. A farm with no animals. Well, I mean, they had one cow at one point. <laughs> <laughs> we find out that they had a steer until it was eaten by Kreitz. Oh, okay. We find the corpse of a steer at one point. Oh, that's right. Uh who knows? Maybe they had a ton of steers and they've all been eaten. <laughs> maybe they had an entire herd. Uh, okay, so it's like, forget about those aliens and go to your job before you get fired. Back with the bounty hunters, they've traced the crites to Earth and they're doing the quick history of Earth through a Matrix-style neural input through <laughs> through their their glasses and it's like... It's like a cool hyper montage. Like, yeah, yeah. Collage. What, I think my favorite part of that is that it's like, so we get million miles an hour. It's like, here's the the humans inventing the atom bomb. Here's yeah. World War Two. <laughs> here's this, 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 this. And then it's like, but hold on. You're going to want to really savor for two minutes. There's the entire history of humankind, then two but minutes of a music video. Have you seen the power of the night music video from Johnny Steele? <laughs> this is... Equally important to every other human accomplishment. <laughs> it fact, is the power of the night. Man. Possibly possibly more important than every other human accomplishment. And, of course, this makes one of the two bounty hunters go, Hey, I want to be this dude. He's yeah. fucking cool. And so he transforms into Johnny Steel. And we get a cool melty face effect here. Yeah, the, this is the the only time the they only do this. The only time they do this. Yeah, Normally I'll, it's just a bucket, 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 yep. new face. Well, it saves money, and then other people watching it, they go, oh, and we know what's going on because yes. we saw this. So it's, it's a very effective way to yeah. not have to do a melty effect every time. But Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so 
Let's see. Uh, Power of the Night <laughs> is the only song anybody listens to ever in but this movie. Why would you listen to anything yeah. else? They listen to it on the spaceship. The mom sees it on TV. Uh, Steve's got it blasting in his car when he shows up. Uh, when the kid gets sent to his room, he puts it on the boombox. He like is the, the most important yeah. music performer in the He's the only musical act in the entire world. I love it. And I love that it doesn't do anything. Like, you think, like, that would give away his cover, that he dressed like that? Like, people would be, you like, know. hounding him left and right, but, like... I think one person offhandedly says, like, hey, aren't you Johnny Steele? I mean, At the one kid point, recognizes him. But, like, yeah. but Brad like, recognizes him. But it never him. becomes, like, a plot point nope. like that does anything. Like, <laughs> No. I love it. Okay, so um, back on Earth, Charlie is failing to hand Dad the carburetor because he's too busy fill, uh, uh, Be- filling... Being a psychopath. Yeah, well, he's <laughs> filling Brad's head with insane conspiracy theories. <laughs> While Brad's blowing shit up with M80s, like, there is a real... This is... I feel like this family is very lucky that aliens landed because <laughs> the combination of these two people together is literally how you get QAnon. And, yes. Like, <laughs> this is... <laughs> The combination of I'm building explosives and I'm a fucking conspiracy theory nut job is like that is a toxic combination that yep. could really turn bad. Uh, <laughs> but luckily, <laughs> luckily that does not happen. Luckily, their whole house got exploded and then re, yeah, not exploded. That's fine. <laughs> uh, Charlie breaks Brad's slingshot and then gets in trouble for not doing his job. A hot sports car pulls up with the daughter's boyfriend, Steve. The dork from New York. He, I mean, okay, so... He's not really dorky, though. Number one, he's not dorky. He's Billy Zane. That dude's yeah, he's fucking a cool. uh, pretty cool guy. Uh, so, he's... So, when I when I went to that con with Damien, mm-hmm. uh, Billy Zane was there at the bar afterwards, just, like, hanging out. Yep. And I have never... I don't think I've ever been next to someone who was a legitimate movie star before. And I don't feel like I care about Billy Zane. I loved Demon Knight and I Same. think he's yep. I think he's cool. Like I think he's a like But I a, wouldn't like go Yeah, yeah. Like, over I, it or anything. I, yeah. like he's not somebody who I would be like, Oh my god, I've gotta meet Billy Zane. Yeah. But standing next to Billy Zane, he's six feet tall. He felt like he was six five. You know what I mean? Like, he was just, like, this huge presence in the room. Like, it's like, oh, that's what a movie star is. Like, you are literally absorbing all of the energy in this room. Like, nobody can stop fucking looking at you. We're, like, hanging out, talking, and it's just, like, everybody just keeps, like, oh, (laughs) Billy Zane. Fucking... Wow, that's cool. It it's just weird. Yep. Like he's got a he's got an amazing magnetic presence. It's just very strange to me. But uh but he's great in this and he's great in everything. Yeah. Whatever. Uh he's I don't know. I like him better with hair, but you know, he also works well as a bald <laughs> guy. All right. So we get I Guess I'll take him without hair. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's pretty great either way. Uh, so Charlie is fixing the slingshot and accidentally hits the daughter in the ass with a slingshot. <laughs> and we get some wackiness. Brad takes the fall for it, gets sent to his room. Where he very psych, so, sighs with his Power of the Night tape. He he's like, I'm so Putting mad. on Power of the Night. Listen to Power of the Night and look at my police <laughs> posters and mutant poster. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, normal kid with his giant mutant poster on the wall. Uh, where did you get that out there? <laughs> where did you get that living on a farm? I don't even know where you get the fucking police poster living on yeah. a farm, let alone a mutant poster. That's crazy. <laughs> the police poster, I could, I could, I could maybe could, chalk that up to like the fair or like, sure. like the Scholastic Book Fair, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but we go to. Uh, what do we got? Oh, uh, we go to dinner here. Yep, Steve's invited to dinner. Billy but, Zane's character. Yeah, and he's... So Billy Zane is nothing but delightful and charming at this dinner. Yeah. He's just super polite, super kind. That car pulls up, and it's got a fucking license plate that says, like, too great for you or some it shit. It just says like, too great, Okay, yeah. whatever. But, like, he's painted before he shows up to be a dickhead yep and then when he actually shows up he is the nicest guy i think the the plate could have also been like his dad i bet he's got like the the right. rich powerful dad that he's just like you're you're great you got this car this right that's true like, i it bet was, he didn't pick that yep. it was a it was a gift from mm-hmm. his dad for his birthday or yep. whatever and uh yeah super weird it's super weird to not have him be a kind of a dick like any other movie would have had him be an annoying character that yep. we didn't like because he is set up to be such a preppy douche. He doesn't even like he doesn't even want to take advantage of the daughter. The daughter's mm. practically tearing his clothes oh, off yeah. every second she's near him. And he's like, "Let's take four hours to get to second base." <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> he is he's a really nice guy. Um, okay, so she eventually she <laughs> that's right. One of my favorite lines of dialogue. This is one of the best meals I've ever eaten in my life. <laughs> yeah. It's like corn oh. and mashed potatoes. <laughs> I mean, it's all probably fresh right out of the ground, so it yeah. might actually be literally one of the best meals he's ever eaten in his life. Um, so the daughter, like, feeling him up under the table while, the, <laughs> while they're watching, <laughs> eventually just drags him away from the dinner table and is like, I got to bust a chunk off this ponytailed hotness. Come on. <laughs> I'm going to show you a secret barn. And so... So they drive five seconds. <laughs> the barn is on their property. It's yeah, not yeah, a yeah. secret barn. It's They're literally... Like, Let's there. go. Why would, why <laughs> I, would, even, I, why would I want to look at an old barn, he it says. Cra- it cracks me up that they even drove it. They're just like, why don't you just walk? Like, why let's go walk? for a walk. <laughs> just walk. Just walk, dude. Um, but then we go up to Brad's room, and we see the depth of his dangerousness he's got broken open shotgun shells and like fireworks he's taking power somebody's been watching phantasm somebody's been <laughs> watching phantasm he is making pipe bombs yeah that is disturbing behavior <laughs> that is not okay like and he carries it around with him like it's no big deal that he has made this thing that is like basically three sticks of dynamite yeah, so in a what, metal container. So what's he going to do? He loads his pockets up with, like, he sees his sister sneak out, and he's just like, ah, I'm going to go. I think he's going to expose election lies or yeah. something. <laughs> I don't know, man. Was he going out to, like, I don't know, scare them with fireworks or fucking shoot them, maybe? <laughs> that is a shrapnel device. Yeah. It's meant to hurt people. So, it's you not- know, luckily, he gets stopped by a spaceship, but, like... <laughs> Again, if this alien invasion hadn't happened, this movie would have been so dark. 
It would have still been a bloodbath. <laughs> it would have been a bloodbath. It just would have been like a really, really disturbing drama about. It would have been like American History X with yeah, Brad. Yeah, seriously. Uh, okay. So he's got his pipe bomb. Uh, and listen, this his behavior might seem extreme, but once you read his manifesto, it really starts <laughs> I mean, everything to make sense. makes sense. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, you can feel for it. Yeah, you can really feel for him. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've told every story a hundred times, right? Every story. Probably. But I have to tell you this one. Okay. I think I haven't told this one. Okay, so we were living on Brackett Street a million years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, manifestos just stuck it in my head. Uh, and we had this bug guy that would come and like do the do the rounds for like to keep roaches out of yep. the apartment or whatever. And he was like, yeah, I make my own stuff out of peanut butter. And we were like, <laughs> okay, you're weird. And he was like, yeah. They know they get used to things, so you gotta you gotta trick them. You gotta get in their heads. I was like, okay, that's cool. And this dude was like, one day he said, uh, it, we were talking about something. I can't even remember, but he was like, yeah. And you got to appreciate insects. If humans were more like insects, things would work better. You could, you know, when a when a hive sees somebody that's got something wrong with them, they just push them out or kill them. You get <laughs> rid of them. And we were like. Okay, cool, man. Can you leave that's, my that's house That's great. Out? <laughs> and he told us about a website we could go to to read his fucking manifesto. Oh, man. No lie. Okay, this is not the weird part of the story. <laughs> he goes away and we're like, thank God they fired this fucking guy. And then I'm talking to the next bug guy who comes in and I'm like, dude, who was that fucking maniac that you had working for you and he was like i don't know which uh, which maniac are you talking about could be anybody we're like there's a dude with a like a bee based uh manifesto online and he makes his own bug juice and he was like oh jim he got (laughs) fired two years ago we're like what the he's been coming into our apartment (laughs) Pro bono for two years. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so that's horror show. So that was fun. That was that was a fun day when that. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! So yeah, there you go. I felt like I needed to bring that up. Anyway, okay. <laughs> I want my stapler. <laughs> uh, all right. Brad looks out the window and watches his sister take off in Steve's hot car, uh, and they go out to the the old barn. Uh, and so the sweet little Unabomber tucks his pipe bomb in his pants, prepares to sneak out, but he's interrupted by dad bringing him food. He's like, well, your mom didn't want you to starve to death. So here, take Mm. this. I'm going to take your slingshot away and no movies for two weeks either. (laughs) And he's like, but these shotgun shells and the detritus from you making pipe bombs, that stuff's fine. Did you need to borrow the gun at all? <laughs> Seriously, he's constantly trying to push that shotgun off on his kid. He is, actually. Now that <laughs> <laughs> like, these these fireworks are very dangerous. Now, here, take this 20-odd six. Yeah. <laughs> Go have fun. Uh, all right, so... Brad's like, that'll only slow me down. I need things that kill fast. Yeah, man, <laughs> you don't get it. I need something that makes mass casualties. <laughs> Brad, weirdo. All right, uh, we we cut to April tearing Billy Zane's clothes off, and he's just trying to protect his modesty at all costs. Uh, Brad sneaks out of the house in the weirdest way possible. Like, 
I think he needs to pass his parents' window to get to the tree limb that he needs to get on. That's why he, like, stops there. But he, like, hangs out on that tree limb for long enough for his dad to go downstairs, come out of the house. Hmm. Because that weird, the, the ground shakes. Yeah. He's in the tree. And then the dad goes out to check, and he's still stuck in the tree. There's definitely some weird time things going on here in this movie. Like, yeah. Between this and the fact that Billy Zane and girl are rolling around in the hay for what seems to be an eternity. Like, Yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, the, uh, that is, time constriction in that is really wacky, because they are making out for hours. hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally yeah. hours. Yeah. But, you know, if you... Once you catch Billy Zane, you're not going to let him go. Come on. <laughs> Savor that moment. <laughs> <laughs> he's never coming back. He's got things to do. He's going to go he's steal. He's too great. He's going to go steal the Coeur de la Mer. Yes. He's too hunky. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was literally, I can't remember what it was. There was an ad campaign for something that Billy Zane was in where yep. they referred to, it was like some TV movie or something. And it was like, and hunky Billy Zane. And from then on, I've never been able to say Billy Zane's name without thinking hunky. without saying hunky Billy Zane. Hunky Billy Zane. He's hunky Billy Zane. I don't know why. It's just stuck there. So, all right. Um spaceship passes over Charlie's head while he's drinking. He drops his booze. <laughs> he doesn't swear off it though cuz no, he saves that moment thankfully. for later. Yeah. Uh he takes off on his bike and he's like, "Oh shit, I got to tell the people." And uh we get a little like reaction of every single person in town who witnesses the the ground shaking. It's like, oh, mom's doing this. The sheriff's doing this. Everybody's doing something. <laughs> mom's watching the power of the night I video. Mean, mom's watching the power of the night video, uh, as everyone is, as it's the most popular piece of media <laughs> on the planet. Uh, so the spaceship lands and uh, Brad's like still up in the tree and dad catches him. And then is kind of mad at him for sneaking out, but then is like, not yeah he gets over it fast because he takes him out what are you doing get down here we gotta go let's go let's go investigate what's going on out there so that's fair uh the krites get out of their spaceship and we hear their cool monster language yeah i love that they talk and pretty much everything (laughs) translates to food but that's great uh dad and brad take a flashlight and they go out looking for the aliens and it's all spooky and foggy and then Brad trips and falls face first into the course of a steer that's been eaten down to the skeleton. Ew. Ew. Now, we get introduced to Jeff, our comic relief cop. He's uh, he's driving around and a crate passes, <laughs> goes right it's in front of his car. Ball, which he thinks is a dog. And he's like, fuck, swerves <laughs> off the road, crashes. And uh, he pulls his baton after he crashes because he's going to go beat that dog I that he Yes. No, Kansas. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know what his deal is. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. But uh, he uh, but he doesn't get a chance to beat a dog because he gets dragged underneath the car and mostly eaten by critters. This is. Uh, it's weird. It's always weird when there are these movies where it's like. They're like piranha, and they eat everything. But they're only going to take like a nibble out of his neck. But they take one bite out of him and make him so recognizable in the face area. That other dude could become him. Yeah. yeah. That's like, come on, man. Wouldn't... Th- okay, imagine that scene where instead of... So he he's like eaten down to the skeleton. He looks oh, like the, the bounty screamers. hunter becomes a skeleton. He looks like the yeah, screamer yeah, yeah. skeleton. And he's like, 
oh, I, he becomes that. And for like, you know, five minutes of movie, he's just kind of walking around with that bloody skeleton face. I would love that. That would have been so <laughs> much more fun. But And then walks into church like that. Right, and exactly. Then walks into the church that. and yeah, that should have happened. Oh, Come I bet, on. I, wonder, I, bet, I bet they even thought about doing that. They and didn't have. it for the rating, probably. That's actually a really good point. I mean, we are still talking PG-13. That yep. would have that probably would have messed stuff up. <laughs> and the effect would have been hard. Well, not if you just wanted to do a normal makeup skull, but yeah, could have been awesome. If you wanted it to look really legit, like Army of Darkness style. <laughs> yes. Uh, so uh, there's a cat scare outside the kitchen window of well, Dee's Chewy. doing. She's doing dishes. Dee smashes a plate. She's like, ah. Oh, just the cat doing crazy things. Chewy, what are you yeah. up to? And then she stands up and she sees glowing critter eyes in the window, which it's is like, awesome. Oh, that's not a cat. Nope, that's <laughs> not a cat. But she pretty much is instantly pacified when her husband shows up behind her. She's like, ah, yeah. ah, oh, phew. Yeah. Ah, I guess that thing that I saw is no longer there because you're here. The, <laughs> or maybe she's like, ah, it's just the stress of dishwashing that really makes me hallucinate sometimes or maybe it's having a son that's eventually going to become the unabomber that might be <laughs> what's stressing her out uh the bounty hunters appear on the outskirts of town and find that the guy whose head has yet to transform is uh or he's sorry the guy whose head has yet to transform says the eating starts or something like that he mm. says that's one of his only lines uh and that led me to believe that that's the thing that they're trying to avoid is that oh they're getting big yeah that critters will get huge if you let them eat enough yep. so the family finds out that their phone is dead the lights flicker and go out so now they're in darkness and for the rest of the movie pretty much until the end we're going to be in blue for night in this house yeah and I like old ladies blue half the time this is awful for a movie like more than half the time probably like 85% of the time this is a terrible decision Mm -hmm. this movie pulls it off in a way that I haven't seen a lot of movies pull it off like usually if you're gonna have like the the third act of your movie occur in like blue for night yep that's gonna ruin your movie but this one I like yeah it doesn't bother me at all manages to yeah it manages to be pretty fun and actiony and keep it going and not and not drag the way that a lot of movies that do that do. So cool. And then we take plenty of breaks from it. Like when we go to the bowling alley. Oh, that's and true. Yeah. Yeah. Too, like, so they do yeah. cut it up. That is true. Uh, okay. So dad heads into the basement through the bulkhead to find the breaker box. He's like, Oh, it just probably flipped a switch when the spaceship showed up. But he sees a strange creature on the shelf that he just like goes to touch. <laughs> he sees that. He sees that the wires that all of the all of the electrical has been eaten through phone lines, electrical lines bitten through. And then he sees a moving creature on on the shelf (laughs) amid some stuffed animals reference to E.T. Maybe um, and puts his hand in. And guess what? It it bites him because it's a fucking wild animal on a shelf, dude. This is how it goes. Um but uh, one takes a snap at him and runs off. Then the other one finally latches onto his shoulder big time. And uh, dad peels it off and then smashes it into goo with a hammer. That he grabs, <laughs> which is pretty great. Uh, another one hits him with a paralyzing spike 
And as usual in her career, Dee Wallace has to do the heavy lifting literally and drags him up the stairs. <laughs> uh, bounty hunters find the abandoned police car and the untransformed alien turns into the corpse of the guy. But I like, yeah. I like this little bit, though. He's got blood on yeah. him. He's got the big hole in his neck. He looks he's, just like a ripped up neck cop. Yeah. yeah. That's not going to work. That's, you're going to get found out. But again, they don't care. They just keep blowing shit up. They could have showed up looking They're terrible like at their monsters. Oh, yeah. Why do they even need to try Why do they even care? They don't try to blend in by any means. They don't, they don't, they don't go using earth, alien they don't look for earth clothes. They don't look for blow shit up it's like left and right. We're dressed in these weird outfits. We got supersonic crazy guns. Yeah, yeah. But no, we need to look like we're humans. Just be oh, the waxy yeah. greenhead guys. Just be weird. It's fine, <laughs> man. Let your freak flag fly. Um,. This is a weird one because this is a cliche that I had not even thought about, but it now bothers me when I see it in movies. They do the thing where they steal the cop car and he's like, oh, what's this shotgun? And it's like, it's locked in place. And he's like, it hasn't been cocked. You can't cock it in place. You can't pull the trigger. And yet he's like, oh, look, and blows a hole through the roof. And it's like, that can't happen. And it (laughs) happens in so many movies. I don't know. I don't know why that bugs me, but it does. Yeah, never um, thought of that. So, I can't even remember. We did a movie that that happened in. I can't remember what it was. I'm sure we did. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure <laughs> we've, we've done a few. Uh, okay. Uh, so, we go back to the makeout party, but this time, Billy Zane's being attacked by critters, and he does a really sweet Bruce Campbell comedy fucking pratfall that was yep sweet and he gets his fingers bit off which yeah. i love that effect that was great yeah he does the thing where he runs into the wall with it and boop, boop, yeah. then falls on <laughs> his back and then that's lights out for him pretty much uh april's doing some heavy lifting here too she grabs a pitchfork and she's like fuck you critter stay away from my hot dude and uh she doesn't realize that critters can eat pitchforks which brings me to uh, a point about this movie that where it's similar to other movies we've done in the past, specifically the movie Slugs. Okay. Where you've got Critter's anatomy is like, it varies. Some of them are nigh on invincible and some of them are made out of jelly. Yeah. You know, like sometimes, like there's the scene where the kid shoots the fan and it squashes it to death. Yep. That's like, so that... 10 pound fan killed that critter yeah. that can eat a pitchfork yeah like okay well, all right well one of the critters eats a bomb and it doesn't affect oh him. it dies yeah i mean it dies but like and then one of those same bombs that ends up in a ship near the end and it blows up an entire spaceship <laughs> but it wouldn't even blow up like it didn't blow oh, up the critter i mean he just well, that like, was that was his m80 the thing that he had was he was dumping m80s into that pipe bomb. oh okay that was so his that was bigger okay yeah that thing was like the enormous big. that was like the size oh, okay. of a uh, like a one of those cans of tennis balls basically gotcha so that was a lot of that was a lot of explosion um but that's yeah and that's right where this happens brad shows up to try and save april yep. from the the critters throws an m80 at it and the critter can't resist the delicious taste of m80 because <laughs> he's like again fuck this <laughs> and again a really nice comedy beat I in love the middle it. of a tense moment yeah he get explodes little puff of smoke and then it falls over sideways and it's two of the, the my favorite critter moving scenes in this is this yes. one and the one scene where we see him yeah. running across the floor it's so funny that one's great i mean 
yeah this it's a perfect example of using uh this is this is unfortunately one of those things that we lose in modern day in movies because practical effects people get to do these cool things yep where you have a you have what's a weakness which is this puppet that isn't really a puppet it basically it's it's like a sock puppet practically yeah. i don't think the arms move at all i think that the arms move because you're jiggling it yep uh and so what can you do with that thing you can make comedy moments like that because it's just like oh look falls Boom. over <laughs> and it's just so clever what they're doing like it's a it's like a henson level like clever comedy beat with a puppet i just think it's great um let's see oh yeah uh charlie goes to the police station and tells them that aliens have landed sure they won't believe him because he's the drunk that cried critter uh and so (laughs) the drunk that cried critter. (laughs) why wasn't this movie called the drunk that cried critter it's a great Uh, title actually you know it sounds like a Harlan Ellison novel. Yeah. The drunk that cried critter at the heart of the atom. Um, so now we go to the, we visit the congregants of the mostly cardboard and balsa wood church. Yeah. Uh, and our bounty hunters slam their cop car into this, it. This kind of bothered me because they spent the first learning to drive going in backwards the whole time, going in reverse, yes. like driving the car. I just feel they're smarter than that. Like, I feel like when you're in a car with bright lights, they'd figure out there must be something we could do to make it go the other way so we're not like this, you know, turning around the whole time. But they do it, and it's supposed to be funny, but it just kind of bugs me. Yeah, like, I can like, see Like, dude, that. you flew here from another planet. Like, you, <laughs> you got the crash course on humanity and you're the, the montage. You're like, come on. Yeah, yeah. I think you should probably have this under control, but yeah. whatever. Uh, so they enter the church, and they just go, we're here for the Kreitz. <laughs> Which, again, they do not make a Christ joke, which blows my mind here. Yeah, that is surprising. Um, And, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Their their grasp on language is a real sticking point in this whole thing. I kind of wish that there was... I mean, listen, Monday morning quarterback for a movie that could not... I mean, I think is just one of the best movies I've ever seen. Uh, But... I would have kind of enjoyed being able to know why they speak the way that they do. Like, do they have limited language capabilities because they only learned, you know, we only had time to learn 40 words or something. Like, I would have kind of liked that to be developed a little bit where they're like slowly learning words and then they just put them into their vocabulary because the secondary guy has a real word salad moment later that is like... I just feel like they they keep asking people for crites, but like they should know that we don't know what crites are. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's especially strange because it's an English word. Yeah, that they're like, yeah, they're yeah, speaking of course, English, but like they're asking us for. We we don't know what crites are as a race, so like, why are you like why? Where is do there, they expect to get? How is there an English word for this thing that we've never encountered yeah. <laughs> in the entire history of our species? I, I can see that. And why do they think that we're going to know how to help them? Why do they even talk to anybody? Like, Yeah. I, and it's... Right. Again, I, I think it's a limited language situation because I think that they would say... If they knew how to talk... They would say something along the lines of... They're little furry. Have you seen... Little furry creatures. Critters. Yeah. But they have such a limited 
vocabulary that they're like, where are the Krites? Or yep. show us the Krites. Kill Krites. Kill, kill, <laughs> kill Krites. That's not till the next I one. I want to get to the D's. Yeah, we all want to. We all want to wait for D's to show up. <laughs> that movie should have had more D's. Uh, okay, so I say that about like everything. Yeah, of course. I'm glad that he's doing better. Yes, me too. Uh, okay, so Jeff the cop, the alien. Jeff the cop, the alien transforms again. This time into the priest, then blows the hell out of this church. Uh, our he lady doesn't like the organ. Perpetual balsa wood will never be the same. And uh, we cut back to the family who's in full siege mode. Dad's loading a shotgun, and D. Wallace is like, "Maybe you don't need the shotgun." And it's like, Bro, <laughs> "Have you seen what's are, going on?" <laughs> I think they do need the shotgun. Uh, so they decide that they're going to make a move for the truck, but then they find out that the crates have eaten the whole thing, pretty much. <laughs> which is, we assume that's one of those shots that's in the dark, and all we see is that the springs of the truck are showing, like the springs are showing through the the seat and that's all we know Which so it's weird why would crates eat a truck that doesn't sound tasty at all i don't know it's hard to tell unless they are like i said we they are intelligent unless they, they are recognize yeah, yeah. that that's their escape vehicle and i like, mean they they are definitely smart enough to know that i think yep from what we've seen they seem like they're smarter than the bounty hunters yes dude, the bounty hunters do not seem smart at all no. they just seem destructive <laughs> which i mean they're strong and destructive, which I think is really what you need in a bounty hunter. I mean, smart would help, but, yep. you know, I think those are the two main ones. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so uh, we get more critter attacks. Mom beats one with the butt of a shotgun. Brad's tree climbing thing kind of pays off here because they're trying to get into the locked house. I don't even know whose house they're in here. Is this their house again? What, the like, family? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it always is. Okay, because they can't get in the front door. It's locked for some reason. Oh, I mean, haven't you ever locked yourself out of your house? I guess. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's all it is. Yeah. So they lock themselves out of the house, and he climbs back in through the window, and uh, mom tries to shoot one of the crates, but it's not loaded, and then the crates talk smack about her shotgun. <laughs> like, they've got weapons. So what? So what? <laughs> And then mom gets a shotgun shell in, awesome. blows one of them away, and the other one just says, fuck. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Beautiful. I remember thinking that was so scandalous when I wasn't watching this as a kid. I mean, it's that's the... Like, oh. If you get one... If your PG-13 movie gets one opportunity to say the word fuck... Yep. Damn, that's a good choice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is such a good choice. Uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> Perfect, perfect usage. Uh, okay, so Charlie's getting loaded at the local bar slash bowling alley and telling everybody about the aliens. Nobody's listening. Uh, cue the bounty hunters who tear the door <laughs> off the place. Like, really, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I think, to me, I think that Johnny Steele just doesn't know his own strength. Yeah. I think that he's so strong that he's just like, oops. Doors are way stronger on other planets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot more gravity where they come from or something. I don't know. They come for that fucking Dragon Ball Z sphere <laughs> where it makes you really strong. And they do the same thing here, which is going to get them nowhere. We come for the Krites. <laughs> Good. I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. Um, the lead. I, I love how Johnny Steele here asserts his dominance. He's like, 
bowling alley, huh? He grabs one of the bowling balls and smashes the <laughs> the pins. And the one dude's like, I wonder oh, what shit. I wonder what team he's on. The pin pals. Oh, those Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. Pin. Oh my god, his his bowling shirt is so good. It's sad. Dad didn't make it to his league night because that's clearly no. his league. Yeah. They have the same shirts. Uh, okay, so there's almost a hillbilly brawl here until uh, until the secondary alien guy turns into Charlie while he's staring at him and everybody's like, and then they kind of, bar- then everybody around them barely reacts. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's, I thought that was going to be the moment that they run screaming. And I think he felt the same way because he's like, Come on, nobody's freaking yeah, out. Nobody's Fine, freaking fuck out. it. I'm going to blow up the TV with my giant bazooka gun, and he does. And then everybody's like, that's our cue to run. <laughs> and then we just see everybody flooding outside with gunshots inside, and it looks like, you know, an average Tuesday in the United <laughs> States. Exactamundo. So uh, the sheriff gets a call that wakes him up, and it seems like he might not be up to this job because uh, <laughs> he can barely get out of bed, but he's on the job. Uh, so dad's not looking good back at the house and mom's on the verge of a total nervous breakdown. She flips out. She tells Brad to go do something. And then she's like, just go do it. And then (laughs) starts crying. It's like, okay, uh Oh, bad news. Uh, this, uh, this moment becomes, here's another thing again probably the acting is part of it again just a good movie overall but compelling actors being in these parts the brother and sister are their relationship is explored so thinly in this movie and yet these moments land like it took basically three moments for us to establish an arc for their relationship mm-hmm. in this movie we get the first one where it's like you are blah blah blah, blah. you always take her side and they're yeah. super at each other's throats there's this moment when they're like calm and like okay we need to we need to deal with this stuff because mom's injured and dad's injured and like we need to be the responsible ones and put our differences aside and then there's the last moment when they come together after he saves her and they're like you know what we're friends now and yeah. now we understand each other and that arc works oh yeah so well and it's crazy that so many movies botch this kind of thing mm-hmm. and it just never has this kind of emotional resonance it's weird it's weird that they did it so well with like nothing so that's my little aside <laughs> uh okay so we get a crate attack mom gets a crate quill in the neck she's paralyzed Dad goes for the shotgun, or uh, Brad goes for the shotgun, not Dad. This is the moment where he trips. He's like about to shoot the crate. Yeah. He trips, shoots the fan. The fan falls and crushes the critter. Lucky shot. Lucky <laughs> shot. And again, <laughs> lucky that that's anywhere. <laughs> lucky that that's the Jello critter because yep. that ten pound fan <laughs> crushes it to death. Uh, maybe they were heavier in the in in the. Oh, 80s. I'm sure that fan had some heft, especially falling from that height too. Yeah. Yeah. Not enough to kill a critter, though. Come on, man. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, one of the crates gets burned by, like, they have a, they have an oil lantern in the house. This scene, I know Brad's a psycho, and it's just like, <laughs> bro, you, you almost just burnt the whole house down with you in it. 
and your whole family. Like, none like, of us, none of us knows how we're gonna react when a crate attacks us. Like, are you really gonna break an oil lamp on a rug in the hallway? <laughs> That's lit. Boy, yeah. But luckily, it works out really well. One of them gets scalded and runs straight to the toilet <laughs> and hides in it, which is just beautiful. Yep. I mean, again. Who but the Chiodo brothers could have made that scene happen? And it's hilarious. In practical it's like, effects. Ah, it's so perfect. <laughs> I assume it's probably just reversed yeah. because they just shot it out of the toilet, but still it looks amazing. Yep. Um Okay. Uh so the entire town seems to be congregating at either the sheriff's office or the church at this point. And the sh- the sheriff is like three steps behind, but he's like, I'm headed to the bowling alley now. And it's like, <laughs> okay, dude, day late, dollar short, constantly. Yeah. Uh, Bradley is going to save the family since mom and dad are down. So he's going to run for his bike and then take that bike and go get help. So and is this where we get our, our critter montage fun time? Yes. Yes. The, oh. So good. He goes for the bike, but there's this one of the critters that's grown huge. Oh, that's right. He's standing there like a total like fifties bully. Yeah. And he's just like kind of hanging out by the sh- bike. He totally <laughs> should have been smoking a cigarette. Oh, that would have been great. And he's like hanging out by the bike. Brad goes for it. And he's like, oh shit. And then the critter just like pushes it over like an <laughs> asshole. It's so good. What a beautiful scene. He should have had a smoke. He should have absolutely been smoking. Uh, he's so petulant it's shocking Um, so now Bradley's hiding in the barn waiting for them to leave and he watches one of the critters grow huge in shadow oh no they're getting big Uh, dad and sister are making some sort of weapons while mom's sleeping it off it's an 80s movie so of course you gotta have the hairspray flamethrower Yep, that's gotta happen and the sister's like, I'll get a weapon, too. And she takes down the pole in the closet. And it's like, okay. I mean, the pitchfork didn't work so well last time, but okay, sure. Ski pole will do better. Yeah, maybe this will go This will go better. Um, and so this we get the montage, which is just fun crate time in oh, Brad's yeah. bedroom. Uh, there's like, they're eating the goldfish. There's a gag with the uh, E.T. doll. Yep. He has a standoff with the E.T. doll. They tear <laughs> up the bedding and feathers are flying everywhere. There's things that I think are intentional montages to other movies like this. I think maybe Chewie is probably just there as an Aliens reference. It's, it's an interesting choice that he's a ginger cat. Mm-hmm. It's like, you look a lot like Jonesy from Aliens. So I think maybe that's why you're there. Uh, but maybe it's just happenstance who knows yeah. I mean he's named after Chewbacca the, the, yep. like all that stuff which is funny because Captain Marvel's cat is named Chewie as well in the comics uh, that's comic nerd corner uh, okay Bradley flags down the bounty hunters by accident he thinks they're cops Yeah, and he's like he goes in the back and he's like come on we gotta go hey you're Johnny Steele <laughs> <laughs> Wow, cool. Wait a minute. You're not from around here, are yeah. you? When you recognize this Charlie, too, it realizes that it's not Charlie. Yes. Yeah. And so, uh, yes. Uh, they finally get them turned around. He's like, Charlie, you know where the farm is. Yeah. He's like, oh, wait, you're not Charlie. 
come on back. You know, they go. Uh, now they're finally where the Krites are. Uh, D has some classic, like, mom backed into a corner, get away from her, you bitch moments here. Yep. That are so good. There's, like, the, the get out of my house <laughs> blows one away with a shotgun. Beautiful. Uh, and then eventually the bounty hunters show up by blowing a big hole in the what wall. What the hell? <laughs> They know how to make an entrance, That's man. All they do is break shit. <laughs> I mean, we knew what we were in for. Yep. The movie starts with that fucking penis-headed alien. Yeah, try basi- not to blow up so many things. <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically the uh, the the fucking the the chief. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, exactly. Movie. Yeah, it's like, you guys you are. You guys loose. cost six million dollars in property damage. <laughs> You're the reason that I've got a peptic ulcer. You're a peptic <laughs> But you're the best damn cops on the force. And you get results. <laughs> he gets results, you stupid chief. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, Brad has to save Chewie now because he's like, oh shit, Chewie, which is a pretty aliens thing. He goes back to fight an alien and rescue his cat. Yep. Uh And the sheriff goes in to save Bradley because he knows that there's a giant alien in there. Uh, the bounty hunters are also in there and they're blowing every fucking support beam this house has yeah. in half. It's like, dude, this house is not well made enough to just assume that you're going to survive that. And then what's up with the cop here? So the cop shows up and then the, the bounty hunter just like lifts him up by the throat, yeah. chucks him through a window and off the porch. Well, yeah, because he's like, he doesn't, he says, I hope, I hope not you'll take over our operation. <laughs> <laughs> meaning sense. stay out of my way you know we don't want you fucking up our yep. fucking up the program like nwa does we don't want that <laughs> okay so um the big crate kidnaps the sister i assume as like a snack for the trip sure <laughs> i think that's probably why he likes he likes his meat fresh um Brad and the real Charlie go to the spaceship to get April back, and Brad climbs inside, drags his groggy sister out. It's a, it's amazingly simple. <laughs> it's amazingly simple, but his anti-government militia training is kicking in here, and he's like, aha, pipe bomb, but he can't get it lit. He drops it by accident. Yep. And uh, so, no dice, but here's the here's the moment he gets his sister out he's like but i was gonna blow up the ship and keep them from leaving and charlie's like here it is i'm a pitcher i can throw things very well and i'm a drunk and i'm gonna symbolically give up my alcoholism here i'm throwing away the bottle literally it's just such a perfect moment yep he lights his lights the rag on fire throws the booze in there it lights the fuse and so Uh, but, but before they blow up they also <laughs> blow up their house as like a big F you, which is great. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah. Like the fact that they, that these guys are such. Let's go. Wait, stop one second. <laughs> Why I love the critters is that that is literally it. Like you guys are dicks and I'm blowing up your house. Yep. Fuck you guys. <laughs> so great. I mean, gremlins would have done the same thing if they had a spaceship, but still. I like I like a, a petulant monster. I enjoy mm. it. Uh, okay, so 
clearly that was like the equivalent of six sticks of dynamite because that spaceship just explodes like oh, yeah. the Death Star. Um, and uh, Brad thanks the bounty hunters now. It's like, hey, thanks for blowing up our house and all that. Yeah, right. <laughs> nearly killing me and my family. He's yeah, like, I mean, any damage that the bounty hunters did is null I mean, after yeah, the critters no. damage. So. It's true. And, uh, and so uh, Johnny Steele is like, hey, kid. Here, have a Jimmy Olsen wristwatch. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, he gives them, like, the Superman communicator that Jimmy Olsen has, basically. And what's that to call them if the Krites come back? Like, I mean, that was supposed to... So... I mean, what? Brad's gonna know when Krites come back in the entire planet? <laughs> like... I mean, yes, that is definitely what that thing, that communicator is for. We find out later. Yep. But, uh... It turns out that it also can do magic. Oh, fuck part <laughs> <laughs> so the next day they show up to survey the damage the sheriff drives him in and he for some reason notices that his little communicator is beeping so he presses the button and it creates rebuilds a- the entire exploded house right back to perfect like nothing ever happened even hanging curtains up but come on i don't know man it's time travel technology or something it creates a time bubble and takes them back to before the house exploded you read richards now yes exactly (laughs) he's i mean these idiots really you're gonna give that technology to those fucking morons that were driving (laughs) that come on that's a bad idea but uh you know the cat didn't explode survived winds up this is a great in moment. the mailbox yeah the the fucking the flag goes up yep <laughs> it's like you've got mail ding ding and he opens it up oh cat so that was nice yep uh it's cute i guess i don't know <laughs> i i just i just don't get it yeah but then don't worry they're they're happily ever aftering as the bounty hunters fly off overhead and then we pov to the chicken coop eggs. we get a weird like low level as though we're like a cat maybe i don't know maybe that's chewy's vision running in there and we see moving eggs that are all lizardy and look like they might contain we hear critters laugh i think that's how every critters movie ends with like the eggs like that i mean if i remember correctly yeah pretty much yeah three is the one that's kind of the in-between that's the one that ends with charlie who's newly the bounty hunter being told hey you can't these last two eggs are the last two and you can't destroy them because I don't know, intergalactic law says no killing off an entire no species. extinction. Yeah, uh, and so yeah, that's yeah, critters, that's man. Critters, man. Love it. <laughs> it is so much fun. Yeah, movie's amazing. Um, if you couldn't tell, we like the movie. <laughs> it's just it's it's just one of those movies that I don't think we'll ever see again. I don't think we're ever going to get a movie like this again. Unfortunately. It's kind of sad to think that the era of this kind of thing is done, but I well, it's a, uh, there's no in between anymore like this. Right. Like, you're either gonna get kitty fluff stuff or you're gonna get an adult right horror movie with its tongue in cheek and referencing these kind of old things. Like, and more than that, you're either in in this in this day and age, you're either going to get the you're gonna get a movie that costs two hundred and fifty million dollars, or you're gonna get a movie that costs twenty thousand dollars. Yep. You know, like it's it's very rare that movies like they have to be serious. 
like Haunt got a 15 or 20 million dollar budget yep. and that's a great horror movie that was made as a low budget I love for it. the yeah. for these days theatrical level movie. Yep. That would be the equivalent of Critters, but it's not like we're getting movies that are fun like this. Yeah. It's like they're all kind of saw level horror. Yep. Where it's like, sure, we'll do it, but it has to be the most vicious thing you've ever seen. The 80s- Terrifier 2 will make your <laughs> pants hurt. Know, fucking whatever. But yeah, it's, it, the 80s were fun. Like, that's... They, they it's not like movies can't fun. be fun now, but it's it's almost like a... It's almost like it's not the fault of things now. It's just the vibe, the general overall vibe of the that, 80s is just like a... That's true. and It's a it, different animal that you just can't recreate. You can't blame something for it that's true but i also yeah but i also think it is the vibe of the world right now that it's like no things are dark yeah you're not allowed to have fun anymore we need a gritty critters reboot (laughs) (laughs) the world is falling apart the earth is dying (laughs) if we're gonna have critters it's gonna be a sad critters movie Uh, no, they tried to keep the the vibe pretty similar i liked the tv show i haven't seen it i thought it was fun I mean, I didn't, it, it did the best it could to capture the, the feeling of critters. Yeah. And it was not meant to be anything other than, you know, what, like 15 minute increments. I think it was like supposed to be a web series. Oh, okay. Um, I can't even remember. Now I'm starting to, my brain's falling apart. Was critters attack separate from the TV show or was it just the TV show squished together into a movie? I honestly don't know Fuck, any I TV can't shows. Even remember. One of them had had D returning. Oh cool. And she's like, you know, it's that like she straight up like uh Terminator twos it. Like she yeah. shows up and she's like I've dealt with this before. Fucking A, like, you know, <laughs> cocks a shotgun and is like, it's time to kill Kreitz, <laughs> which was a great moment in that series. And I I thought it was fun, but yep. again, it's still doing it now. It just, for some reason, it just can't, you can't recapture the 80s. The yep. 80s is a special vibe that will never happen again, I think. Yep. I don't know, unless we, unless the country gets flooded with cocaine and money again. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe that'll and happen. And good music. Yeah, if maybe Oingo Boingo comes back together again. Danny Elfman gets sick of doing uh, weird Hollywood bowl performances and puts Oingo Boingo back together. Yeah, you can anytime. Anytime, buddy. <laughs> I'd be. We'd, we'll all be down. Uh, yeah, that's it. And next up, Critters Two. Critters Two. We're not Fuck. stopping to do them all. Yes. Awesome. Uh, so thanks for listening. Uh, you could follow us at Funbox Monster Podcast, and you can buy stuff from Coast City Comics at coastcitycomics.com. Yeah, like our new posters. Yes. We I've, spent a lot of time hanging posters. We today. did. I got a lot of really fun posters, and actually, if you check the website, I've listed about a quarter of them so far. I'm going to get them all up there. Uh, it's lots of fun shit. I'm trying to bring the vibe of a store that would have blown my mind as a kid you know that's kind of yeah that's the that's the idea behind this store just in general and uh you know the idea that i could get a misfits die die my darling poster in a store is still to me like the coolest thing i've ever seen in my life we need a primus poster so i can relive my high school memories if i if of I buying a primus poster at oh, spencer's oh man that's awesome i wish they had a pork soda poster that i could <laughs> carry 
I love that cover. I gotta look it up. I can't remember what the I, 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 it was a black white poster, a Primus black white. Of course Blacklight. it was. Of course it was. I don't honestly remember what the image was. So it wasn't just an album cover. It was a weird picture. Oh man. Yeah. What the hell was that? Mm. Damn. I mean, I can find. We also need. It's some... one of those things. If I could find the picture online, I'd be like, "Yep, that's the one." Yeah. But I can't remember what it was. Yeah. We also need posters of Lamborghinis. So yes. I'll I'll work on that too. Cool. All right. Thank you for listening. We will see you next week. Have a good night. Peace. Goodbye.